Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. We're back. Yay! Coming to you from HB. I just did a drive-by of my old house, and it is still vacant, which makes fills me with joy. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been weird seeing, like, a party or something out there. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised, like, um, I, the friend that I just helped moved, like, is that the house is already sold and people are moving in. So your person is, like, not moving quickly. Well, they had a lot of renovation to do. Yeah. It still looks like that. Um, yeah, all the houses are selling. Like, people are buying, like, 100 or 150 over asking price, and they're skipping inspections. Oh, I know. It's insane. Wow. It's absolutely insane. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, sell, but then where are you going to go? You'd have to, like, go to a different state. Yeah. So. Which a lot of people are doing. Yeah. Oh, well, I just got back from the spa. I'm a little later than expected because there was a little mishap. So I tried this new, they've been promoting this new massage called Vitality. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll try it. It's, they saturate your body in B12. So you're supposed to feel really vitalized afterwards. So they first like dry brush your whole body and then they put lather it in B12 and then vitamin C serum. And, and they, oh, were, that's cool. Yeah. But at first she didn't tell me, like I checked in, she goes, well, and just so you know, it's not really a massage. It's more of a treatment. And I was like, wait, what? I'm like, I'm like a hardcore bitch. Like I get the 80 minute deep tissue. I need massage. She's like, yeah, no. I'm like, well, I go, you marketed it as a massage. So that's bad marketing. You should change it to new treatment. Yeah. But I'm already locked in. And then they didn't also tell me the other part she tells me after so she runs a little late and I have then a facial right after I'm supposed to have 10 minutes before like I can go to the bathroom or something nope she ran over so my facialist was literally waiting at the door as I exited and then the massage person was like oh you need to shower I'm like what well she's already waiting yeah, you have red, like basically like red dye all over my body. And I look down, I'm like, holy shit. I'm like red. And she's like, yeah, I must be the B12 because vitamin C is clear. Huh. Um, I'm like, you didn't tell me this part. I'm like, what if I had... Was it like iodine colored? Kind of like that? Like, Yeah, well, <laughs> and then what happened? So I said, well, I don't want to get it all over. I'm like, I don't have time to shower, but I don't want to get it all over the... the the chair yeah sheets wherever for the facial yeah because those are white and the facial is like oh i don't care she's like it's not our problem is it they should have uh they're gonna have to learn to deal with this they should plan ahead and they should inform because it's new yeah and i'm like okay well if you don't care so then i'm getting that like you know she puts a mask on you know when they that setting they like do a foot massage or hand massage or whatever so she starts on the feet you know, with lotion or whatever. Well, that had caused all the red to go all over. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, it's getting everywhere. The sheets are like covered in blood red. Oh my god! And gosh. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to think you killed me in here. And so, and then I, when I got up to, I saw the sheets were just covered in red. I'm like, it either looks like a murder scene or like, it was that time, like badly. Oh my God. And then we we're laughing the whole time. I'm like, oh my God, what if someone like didn't know and they just went in the hot tub or the steam room after and like the hot tub turns red and like someone else goes there and like, what the hell? Like I would be scarred for life. I'd never go in that hot tub again. Cause if you don't know, 
Or like the steam room, you know, like every movie, people are always like locked in the steam well, room. Well, and who is going to regulate that like someone can shower themselves well enough? You know, like some people. Yeah, because when I did shower then after, because I'm like, I didn't know if like coming here, I'm like, what is, sh- I'm sitting on a white couch, like, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm like, I have to shower. So I took two washcloths and literally like silkwood showered myself scrubbing and scrubbing and both of them were like pink wow even the second one i'm like oh my god this is crazy yeah i don't know i just thought people that going in steam room then you go in there it's all like red it's gonna look like blood or we're like what if you like then are walking around and like there's red footprints or yeah or it's dripping or something (laughs) or like you go home and then you wake up and there's like bloody red footprints you're gonna think like someone killed your yeah spouse or kids or something or worse ruined not worse ruined uh because i have like white bedding i'm like i would have been so pissed so i bet they're gonna get a lot of complaints about that yeah yeah so i had to like got some kinks to work out on that one yeah so i had to do a full-on like nuclear body scrub and which i was anticipating on leaving like five minutes after it was done but mm, yeah a little behind (laughs) so that's done anyways what's been going on Oh, just been super busy with all of the end of the school year stuff. But um, Ronnie just did her how she had her last day of school. She had a recital. She has one more thing tomorrow on Father's Day at the Fountain Valley Summerfest. And then that's it until national. So are you doing anything else for Father's Day? Uh, no, because my dad's out of town. So that like never happens that we never have to do anything over here. And, um, well, that's not like a present in itself for Chad. <laughs> seriously. Like I, we're so excited that like we can just do whatever, like have his own father's day. For like once. we have, yeah, no schedule, which is like the best gift ever. Is so I have to see his dad. It's funny. They, they texted and were like, all right, did you guys decide if you're coming over here or, and I'm like, no one ever told us to come over there. So I think you for, you know, mm. he didn't respond after I said that, but I, I said it nice. You know, I was like, happy father's day, uh, whatever. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to barbecue and hang out and cool. Yeah. Well, we've got, well, happy Father's Day, everybody, for um, all those men that listen. Yes. You know who you are. Oh, my gosh. Wait, <laughs> I have to tell you something really soon. Cause, oh. or, really soon. Um, you will understand this. So one of my friends from the performance troupe yesterday, at, we're at a little performance, and she's like, hey, by the way, I listened to your podcast with my husband. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> And um, and she's like, I, it was the one where you said that your friends don't listen or your friends don't watch Vanderpump Rules. Uh huh. And I was like, I say that on a lot, so who knows which one it is, you know? But um, yeah, it was just that moment of looking and going like, oh my gosh, like it is the worst when people say that they listen because, yeah. uh, well, I don't have to worry about her hearing this because you know she'll never listen to another one again. <laughs> Does <laughs> she know? watch Vanderpump Rules? No. See a little like she she dabbles in like the housewives. A, a lot of them do. A lot of my friends will casually be like, "Hey, what's going on with, you know?" They'll ask me like some trivia about a housewife, thinking that like I know everything about everything, which I don't. You do, but I don't. Yeah. And um, yeah. So that's funny. Yeah, that I always cringe too. They're like, "Where, where can I find it?" Or where I want to listen. I'm like, "Well, it doesn't." 
you're not going to like it because you don't watch a show. So it doesn't make any sense. And they're like, well, I want to do it to support you. I'm like, well, then just click download, but don't actually listen. Yeah. That's uh, all we need. I Maybe just feel, leave a review. I feel like I see so much disappointment in people's <laughs> eyes. You know, like they're like, I <laughs> listened, you know, and it's like, oh. it's the same disappointment I get when people are like, no, really, tell me about your job or what you do. I'm like, no, trust me, you don't want to know. You don't want to hear. No, I do. I really do. And then I start talking and they're like glazed over with the fake smile. Like, oh, okay. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I told you. I warned you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, speaking of the housewives, did you watch The Housewife and The Hustler? No, I haven't yet, but I've been seeing it all over everything. Is it? Okay, okay. Do you have Hulu? I do. I had to get it again for doing this retro thing. I canceled it. Like we, I got it with Sprint or something, and then our try our like free thing ended. So yeah, I just used um, someone else's. I re-upped though because I was like, I have to have. I'm not going to buy every. I own a lot of Vanderpump Rules, but not all of them. See, I I bought like several seasons, but I bought it on iTunes, and the stupid um, new TV I got in my living room is a, like an Android Google TV and you can't have iTunes on there or Hulu. It's not. Oh, wow. So I had to watch, I could watch it in my bedroom because that's like a TV that supports those apps. I didn't know TVs were so specific and contracted out like yeah, that. Yeah, gosh, TVs. What the heck? Yeah, don't buy a Google TV or Android TV. Um, so I, and then I just watched it on my laptop because I'm like, well, it's a nice night out. Just sat outside and watched it on my laptop. Yeah, totally. I forgot that was an option. Um so yeah, it was really good. It was very disturbing. Um, at first, I thought it was going to be a little tabloidy because it starts off with Daniel Staub. Like, what? Why is she on there? And then Dana Wilkie, twenty five thousand. Yeah, she's on there a lot. Um, Heather McDonald's on there quite a bit. Um, but then they have the victims, and it's just heartbreaking. I mean, they're just such scum. Really? Oh, he's well, such a liar. And oh, I've been reading all of, like the updated articles like since that has dropped that the legal team has since withdrawn supporting them and or representing them and hers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is they said like that's like an unprecedented move that like speaks volumes. Well, like and I kind of knew this, too, but Julia was saying you have to go and the judge has to approve it. But I'm like, I don't think if because she's not charged with anything yet. So isn't it just represent you at will unless there's already a case but she doesn't have a case yet so i heard it was hers that dropped hers like her representation but i'm like can't you just fire your client unless you're in the middle of a case yeah i have no idea although she is in the middle of a divorce case so who knows but yeah i heard that that they were so disturbed like they're distancing themselves like we're not i mean yikes well regardless if she's charged or not the way she's handled herself after the fact and just shoving it in everyone's face and not giving it she's trying to block the victims from getting their money first she wants her money first oh it's really sick and i mean there's lives destroyed yeah you got to watch it and yeah i will it is crazy and then and then you know even have you watched beverly hills at all Mm -mm. so they're talking oh what did you what have you been doing during covid and she's like Oh, I've never spent so much time with Tom. And she's like, every day he's brought home Morton's. And this is after. So she'd been subpoenaed a couple times, but they got postponed because of, you know, COVID in the courts. Um, but like her last subpoena was September 28th. Well, this was filmed end of October. Uh huh. And she's like, yeah, he's been bringing home Morton's every night and going to the office every day. I'm like, 
okay, Morton's every day. Morton's? Oh my gosh. You know how expensive that is? When And then while he's lying to these victims saying, oh yeah, I sent a check or no, I haven't gotten the trust money when he's had it for like a year. <gasps> I'm like, you, you can be eating Morton's every day. And then she was like, yep, he's, he's a workhorse. He's been in the office every day. And I'm like, well, I find that interesting since he was on camera a year ago when it was full of life, the life of the party. Oh, he's going to the office every day in October. Suddenly his dementia is so bad. Like it doesn't hit like that. Yeah. Dementia and it's slow going. It's subtle. Yeah. It's over a course of number, like all of a sudden October. Oh, December. Oh, I he, got it. He can't care for himself. He can't make any decisions. He's, he's not with it. It's like, mm-hmm. Speaking of not being with it, it's so sad. Um, like this little neighbor old man who's across the street, he's like the cutest. Like he's always tending to his garden. He's like very bent over, you know, but he still gets out there. Something must have happened to him because someone is over there. And it's like it like hurts my feelings how people go through people's houses and like all of the furniture, like they just put it on the sidewalk. Like I think they probably put him in a home or something. Oh. But, you know, it's just like, yeah. It's just so sad. It's like we all know him like and you're just like throwing his stuff out like and it's probably his kids, you know, who just have and yeah. I, I've never seen them around. It's so unfair. It's like you struggle and you're poor and broke and you work really hard and so it should get easier. But no, it just gets harder and harder. Yeah. You it's live your so whole life up. and then like it's taken away and you have to yeah. live in, live out your last years in a home. Horrible. So sad. Um. So then... This last week, then she told everyone that she filed for a divorce. So next week, I think they're going to be like, why? What happened? And so um, I think she's going to go with, uh, oh, I found out he was cheating on me, which you remember those cheating things that that came out like last year. But I think like she leaked it on purpose. It was like from the 90s. Oh, boy. Because it was like pictures he took on a flip phone. And you can tell by what the woman's wearing. It was like 1999 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going to say that. No. Gross. What a mess. Yeah. And then on OC. Oh my gosh. So Kelly's gone. Bronwyn's gone. Thank God. Kelly's blaming Bronwyn. um, For all of her woke stuff that she said. Yeah. But then Bronwyn said, I guess she went on a podcast saying she was fired because she was gay and people didn't like that. It's like, no, they didn't like you. Yeah. (laughs) They don't care about being gay. But I don't know how I feel about... Heather Dubrow. Fancy pants. Being back. Because the last couple of years she was on, like, she's kind of boring. Like, it played out. I feel like she will have, like, she's going to be refreshed and ready to bring it. Okay. I, I hope so. Like, maybe she's been laying in wait and watching the moves that have been made. And she's like, I'm going to, this is it. Like, this is my second chance. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do you think Tamara will be back then? I feel it. Yeah. I feel like she is. And then I feel like Vicky is like really upset right now. So I'm thinking it's Tamara. Yeah. And, um, but I, I do need to call Vicky this week. So maybe I can get a little scoop. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope she brings it. Cause I mean, she did the first couple seasons. She came on and changed the, the scenery. Yeah. I mean, so like, so, I feel like, yeah, towards the end, she got like a little obnoxious, you know, where it mm-hmm. was just kind of hard to watch. And Too pretentious. The and building then, of her whole, you know, it's just like. Never Ugh. showing it. Oh, yeah. but these are my diamond ice cubes. This is what I'll show you. Uh, yes. Um, 
And, you know, I did, we, I think that we all heard that they were like kind of marketing uh, um, or shopping around like a family show too. So I'm hoping maybe they show the kids a little bit more because they kind of lead interesting lives too. So I'd like to see some of that. Um, Yeah. So I'm, and I don't know, like I, I was not team Kelly, but I was team, I'm always team like who disrupts the Well, that's the thing. The it's flow. like whether you love or hate Kelly, she made the season or every season. She brings it. She's kind of like Jax. Yeah. You know, where it's like, it's like I'm happy that Jax isn't there. But at the same time, like I'm a little worried just because. Everyone's getting along. Yeah. And he, I could always count on him for something ridiculous mm-hmm. or to do something. Like he knew how to do it. And Kelly too, like she called everyone on their crap. Like, like what's, what are we going to do with Shannon now? Like, how is this going to work? You know? Yeah. Now I was thinking that because I was wondering, Oh, is Jax at the like Brock's birthday party? Because you know, Brittany's friends with them, but I was like, Oh no, of course not. Cause they were filming that. And it was at Tom and Ariana's, but Jax was on the cruise. Sheena did for Brock's birthday. Jax and Brittany were on that probably because they weren't filming that. Are you, are you sure they didn't film? I thought I thought I saw some really camera, but maybe um. Well, I just remember she said on her podcast it was like limited to thirty people. So oh, okay. I think with like all the camera crew and everything, yeah. Um, and they already filmed his birthday party at Tom and Ariana, so that would be like two parties mm-hmm. they show for Brock. So I'm, I don't know for sure, but with Jackson Brittany on the boat, I mean, how how are they going to shoot around them? Right. I mean, in in a way, I kind of hope they don't like um, I hope that they like I hope they do keep it natural. And if like they truly are friends and they do truly hang out all the time, then I hope that we see that. You know what I mean? And do a little guest thing here and there. I don't know. Yeah. Or like a check in, you know, like, oh, what are you up to? Or and it would be great if it was like set up with someone who he thinks is below him that he has to work with. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I don't know. That would be real. There, there's definitely some ways to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like the new guy. Yeah. Or, or Charlie or, or, you know, Charlie. like someone who like oh, he said he just, so many bad things about. Exactly. Or, or even Jesse Montana, who seems to be yes. in attendance at everything. Yes. So they've been having a lot of theme parties. So they had the, uh, we, what I think everyone originally speculated is this James and Raquel's engagement party when they were, all like James Bond uh-huh. but it wasn't it was just like a party at Tom and Ariana's and they said like the day before hey come as your like James Bond or whatever so I think it was just a party to have a filming party um, I'm a little concerned about the number of themed events that I have seen yeah. um, because I feel like they sometimes fall into that, that trap, trap of like yeah. here we go and 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 I have to say, like, in regular in regular life, sometimes that happens, too. Like, I don't know. Like, we've gone through years before where, like, we're like, let's do, like, you know, something starts working and you keep doing it. Like, let's do a this or a that or barbecue night, mm-hmm. bacon theme or this. Or, you know, like, it's yeah. fun. So we do it again. But I'm I'm worried because, like, is ever, are, are the viewers going to be into seeing party after party after party, theme well, we after theme? we complained about it last year. We're, like, so sick of the theme parties. Yeah, so they yeah. they didn't listen. And I heard Sheena's podcast, and she was saying she was, and she's someone that loves to dress up for a theme. And 
but. Yeah. And it's fun. Like I get like, and I love, it's so fun seeing what they do, especially, you know, Sandoval and everything. So yeah, she said she was sick of it though. She's like, I've oh, really? Had, she goes, I've had four theme parties in the last like two weeks. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Especially because she was like, I still have my baby weight and none of my clothes fit. You know what? I have to yeah. say something about Sheena. Um, and all the girls, but Sheena specifically like is, I feel like I, I am so proud of the way that she has been wearing her clothes, the way she looks in her clothes. Like, um, I, 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 like we've seen Sheena at her peak conditioning, you know, like where she's training, she's eating, like everything is on point. Like that was her brand before she got pregnant. Right. And I love though that, um, I love how she looks and she's so confident. I mean, maybe she isn't like on the inside. I don't know. I didn't listen to the podcast yeah, yet. She said she's not, she's struggling with it because they haven't had, well, this is TMI sex, but also because she just got the clearance to work out, let alone right, sex. But right, right. She said she's not confident yet like being naked in her own body but well it's weird because like after you have a baby for some reason like it's you have to once she starts working out at least that's how it was for me then you kind of come back into your body because you can connect to it again Mm -hmm. but yeah it's such a weird feeling but like um i'm talking about um kyle um what's his name chang chan um at, at their event, I loved the dress that she was wearing mm-hmm. and I feel like she's coming off so confident and I think that it gives women so much confidence to go, whoa, if she not like, look at her, like she's literally working weeks after giving birth and she is, you know, she's not holding a bag over her stomach or she's not wearing a baggy jacket mm-hmm. and she looks beautiful yeah. and she looks healthy and I just, I think that that's so great. Yeah. Yeah, she's been having some cute outfits. Ariana's been having a lot of cute outfits. Um, Raquel. Uh, I mean, yeah. So I, I, I'm excited for that. And then I love looking up like where they got their dress, like how much it is. Like there's all well, those fun. Well, that's what she was saying was stressful because she's getting no notice for these part um, parties, theme parties. But then ordering like on Amazon, she's like, it depends where it comes from. She's like, in China, like if it's coming from China, I'm a size 12. <laughs> she's like, if I'm coming from, if it's coming like UK size, she's a small. So she said she's literally had like small, medium and large and size like eight to 10 or two to four. Like it just yeah. varies and you just don't know because you don't know where it's manufactured. Right. So very frustrating, especially if you don't have time. So they did the the James Bond theme. Then they did a Burning Man theme for Brock's birthday. Mm-hmm. So that was a Mad Max kind of thing. Uh-huh. And then they had for their friend Brett Kenyon, who works at Tom Tom, a Britney Spears theme. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. Um, and then they had some other theme. Can't remember. Yeah, but it's been a very themey. And um, yeah, it looks like I said, like it just overwhelms me when I look at it. I'm just like, oh, what what storylines are we doing right now? Because it's like, unless yeah. there's fights at every party, I, I don't see how we're going to. Yeah, I was hoping for because on her podcast too, she said something like, yeah, we left Lisa's and we kind of left in a like, fine, I'm leaving then. Fine, I'm going to leave then too. So I'm like, oh, cool. Is it Lala Sheena drama? But then they keep posting all these selfies together. Yeah, but I, I feel like I can read in between the, the lines. To throw of, us off. I feel like there's a little tension there. Yeah. I, I think that's who it's about. Like I can find then like Charlie was, you know, been MIA from some events. I know she was in Hawaii, but she was at this event with, I mean, but then like, so was Sheena's sister and Jamie Lynn and Jesse and, you know, at the, the Jeremy. 
Charlie is another one who has been like super inspiring, like in the whole like getting healthy after quarantine sitch, because um, I feel like she expressed that, you know, she had a really hard time um, after she had her surgery. She wasn't able to exercise and then the yeah. whole world shut down. She couldn't go to the gym like she always did. And she wasn't feeling confident. Um, and I think it's been super cool to watch her fight back for that and, you know, uh, work out. And she's been super careful with her eating and I mean it's just cool to see and now like you can tell she is feeling so good yeah, she and looks great. so good in her skin and um they so all that's, look really good yeah they do um at the party did you notice when they all got into speedos with the speedos had all their girlfriends pictures all over I it? loved that <laughs> so yeah she knows on Brock's Ariana on Tom's and then I noticed talking about working out and body metamorphosis I swear to God, James is buffer than Sandoval. Okay, I... He's looking good. Yeah, he is looking good. His, like, arms and his torso were, like, bulked up. And normally, he's just so wiry. And his legs, I looked at that next to Sandoval's legs. I'm like, they were bigger. Yeah, um, him and Raquel, I mean, they are at the top of their game right now. Like, with Mm -hmm. their looks, they've got everything. It's, like, the whole thing. For sure. She looks good with short hair and her legs. I just can't. It's like, oh my God, do they ever end? Yeah. She's just, she's so photogenic and just like, so yeah, she knows how to work the angles for sure. And yeah. Anything else on social media with that stuff? Um, well, just, we did notice Max in one of the snaps. Oh, yeah, with a new girlfriend because he had his arms around her, like, he, stomach. He was standing um, what I like to call Disneyland style. You know, when you're standing in line with, like, your crush and, like, <laughs> they loop around your stomach and you're like... <laughs> 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 or back in the day when you would, like, go on, like, the log ride, you know, and, like... <laughs> they don't even have seats like that anymore. Like, now it's all, like, individual. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, so looked like he had a new little, you know. Mm-hmm. Actually, because he usually likes the older women. Yeah. This was like. Well, he had, he, yeah, his, his last um, girlfriend that like he went like, uh, I want to say to like Wyoming or something with her. And like they were like fishing on her ranch and like oh. all kinds of stuff. But I guess that didn't work out. And um, hmm. yeah, this girl looked very much like his type that we have seen him with at the restaurant. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I thought. <laughs> but anyways, I am like so excited for season nine. Like there's a lot of fun TV right now, but like nothing hits like Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Bravo keeps their word because they did advertise coming this fall. Yes. I'm sure they'll push it to like the last day of fall. What's what? December 1st or something. Yeah. If even... Or it'll like tease and fall for, yeah, something. Who knows? Hmm. Oh, one more thing about social media. So did you see that um, Kristen dropped a little bomb of truth? Um, she said uh, there was so- someone like posted an article about the Kardashians and they were like on their last episode, like sharing some of the things like I think Courtney shared that um, they on season one of the Kardashians, they had to do their own makeup. 
and Kristen's like, the more you know, like on her like story, and it's like on Vanderpump Rules, we always had to do our own um, glam. The only time we would get it was the reunion. So we had to pay for all of that ourselves if we wanted to do it. And most of the time we didn't even have time because of our schedule. And um, I don't know, to me, that wasn't like a huge revelation. It wasn't like, whoa, like Kristen just like really shared. So it's like, we know. Yeah. (laughs) And you guys storied the hell out of like, and towards the end, they were getting glam a lot. Every, yes. That's why when Jackson and Brittany got engaged and it was such a surprise, I'm like, then why did you have Jared and was it Anais or, or, you know, one of the regular makeup artists over? I'm like, you were just going to get clams or something. Like, why did you have your hair and makeup done professionally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why were you wearing a white dress? Yes. Huh. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to shout out some birthdays and then we'll get into episode four of season four. Yes. Okay. On June 16th, happy birthday to Kyleen Dumiak and Leanne Moore. On June 17th, happy birthday to Amanda Marie in Okinawa and Troy Casso up in Shasta. I'm sure he's a big listener. (laughs) Anyways, June 18th, (laughs) June 18th was Anessa O'Neill and Kenza D. So happy birthday yesterday. Today on June 19th is Carissa Robertson, Jessica Derby, and Jen Hill. So happy birthday birthday, you guys. Um... You know what? Because okay, Deborah Joyce Goodman posted, it's my birthday today or something. And I was like, happy birthday again. Because I was thinking, I knew I had just written her name down. So I was thinking it already said it. But I'm like, well, I'm saying it today. But on my notes, I have June 21st. So Deborah, is your birthday the 19th or the 21st? And either way, Deborah Joyce Goodman, happy, happy birthday. birthday. On June 20th, happy birthday to Bex's oldest child, Z who turns 18, 18. That's tomorrow. And um, June 22nd, Frida Rivers. And then I just wanted to do a special shout out again. Congrats to Becca Gerber, who had her triplets like week ago, week and a half ago. that we mentioned on the last podcast, but congratulations going to have them. And now she's had them. I mean, that's just it's a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> so it deserves a second shout out. Yes. Salute to you. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Can I do a little bit of um, mm-hmm. my news too? Okay, so you guys, uh, we did a drawing for the latest raffle for Ronnie going to nationals. If you didn't hear, we were doing a raffle to raffle off um, some of Lala's new skincare line. And we picked four winners and only one person has claimed their prize so far. So I don't know. um, You know, not everyone is on Facebook and not everyone is on Instagram. So here are the winners. It is Candice S, Jamie D or P, I think D and uh, Lauren F and Amy C. So you guys um, email me and I will order um, whatever you want off of the website. And Candace already received hers, so we'll get to hear about the under eye cream soon. Well, Amy C's always in the group. Yeah, so I need to message them and see. But I just want to thank you guys so much for supporting Ronnie. 30 
of our podcast listeners have donated to Ronnie, which is so awesome. And, um, you know, a new cast member of Vanderpump Rules donated to her, too. Shout out to Jamie Lynn for supporting Ronnie. That was so awesome. And then another fellow podcaster donated to her, too. Annabelle DeSisto donated to her GoFundMe, which was so awesome. Wow. And so Jamie Lee reposted it in her story with a swipe up. Yes. that Mm. Yeah. She told me I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're using the swipe up. That's so nice. No, she by sharing that like. It, like I think it produced like five more you know cool so you guys thank you so much we're about like I think 27 days away from nationals and we're actually we just hit a thousand dollars we're getting close to our goal um, if you can please donate to the GoFundMe or Venmo if you're more comfortable with that that would be so helpful you guys have just blown me away with all that you have given to her um, yeah, we're super excited and I just, um, submitted all the things that she's doing for nationals and it's going to be so awesome. You guys, I think she's going to kill it. So cool. it's going to be such a fun trip. We're going to Boston and Connecticut and Chad actually had a, like, you know, Chad is like, Chad was into podcasting before me and then I got into it and then he would like kind of tell me about the trends and like the cool things that people were doing. He said now what people are, people are doing drops like secret drops. And I think this would be so cool to do for the podcast. So next time we go to LA, let's say like we're going to go to sir, we put together something of about our podcast or something with Vanderpump rules, whether it be like we have like a Lala lip gloss or our sweatshirt or something like that. And we place it somewhere and we say, and then we sit, put out to our followers we just dropped a gift whatever at this spot grab it if you're around and then they hit us back and say we got it or whatever oh okay so I thought that'd be really fun and we could do it in Boston or Connecticut or LA like wherever we are and yeah you, you travel all the time too you could do it in Vegas like the at live story it yeah like at Lisa's you know you could drop it at the the um, Vanderpump Gardens or so we'll have to work mm-hmm. on that yeah okay and then just we live story it right so that people yes. could go immediately yeah, yeah 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 not podcast no yeah yeah a well, week and a half ago we dropped something yeah if you find it <laughs> it's like when you like write on a dollar like if found contact <laughs> us you know <laughs> awesome oh my gosh okay yeah so let's get into the episode i i feel like i had like a lot of feelings on this one um well it definitely has one of my favorite scenes of like vanderpump history but is it the beginning no oh Pucker and Pout. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is when Pucker and Pout is announced. This is the inaugural. Is this the first release or the second release? <laughs> this I, is the second one. Yeah, but I feel like hearing her like talk about like try to explain like what it is is like it's just hilarious. Because the first one was when James crashed the party. Yes. In yeah, that yeah, yeah. Little salon or wherever they were. Yes. Okay, so this one is a photo shoot. So that she can model head chains for, for the poker room pole. Or bobby pins placed in like interesting ways. Well, I did think she was a little ahead of her time because that was pre-Dorit, I believe. You know, I have to say, I kind of had like a different feeling knowing Katie now mm-hmm. um, and seeing like ha- having her take hit after hit after hit on the show, you know, for how she dresses, her hair, this, that, like she's really out of like kind of the entire cast. Like she stayed true to her, yeah, her ish more than some other people. I feel like. Yeah. Um. So when she was describing it, like I was kind of laughing. I was like, 
hmm, like uh, after like I know what it is, like I kind of get it. But in the beginning, I remember I remember what I felt when I watched this episode. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and it was like so like pucker and pout, you know, like well, that's. You don't go to her for like a fashion blog site like, or like I w- she was known for her red lips. So, yeah, that made sense. The pucker and pout. Part. But like I would never go to her for another like DIY. Like yeah. there's no like I wouldn't be like, how do I do that? Let me check Katie's site. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, can you access it yet? Or is it still blocked and private? Oh, my gosh. Let me, I'll check right now. I think I'm, I don't know. I think it like the last post was like two years ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So she has Sheena modeling um, with these head chains, um, but it's tough because she's having, she's struggling right now and upset with Shay. And it's like, I did feel for her because she's got the full face of makeup on and she's like doing everything not to cry because one tear fucks that whole face up like with makeup. And so she's like looking up, she's waving her hands. Like you just can't let that one tear release or you just floodgates go. So I felt for her. Okay. But that. I wrote in my notes here, actually it's written further down because they continued to do this for the first seven minutes of the episode. Um, anytime someone would walk in the room, she would be like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm not my normal self. Like I'm going through something. And then like the next person walk in, sorry, I'm not my smiley self, but I'm like kind of upset, right? Like they perky and peppy. This self. was the, yeah. this was an edit because it's like for no this other breeze for a season, maybe for no other character. Do we get an eye roll from people that aren't even on the cast. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the valet guy rolled his eye. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not necessary to do that for every single person that comes into frame. Yeah. It's like, and it was like, why couldn't it be a more serious moment? Every girl knows what that feels like. I shouldn't even say every girl, every person knows what that feels like to, you know, you got, you have something going on. You're trying to hold it in because once you open the floodgates, it's over. And maybe you don't want to be that vulnerable or like, you know, like when you like start talking about it and your voice is like, and you don't even want it to be like that. You know, it's like, just don't look at me. Let's not talk about it right Right. now. Like I'm trying to work and be professional. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had that. Like I had the, I was stuck in this house with, someone I was seeing in his whole family and holding back all this shit and having to be the fake. And I'm like, this is impossible. This sucks. Can I leave? But you're just like, she had to do it for a photo shoot. It's like, yeah, when you have to do it for a whole weekend, it's like, ugh, horrible. Yeah. So, um, well, they make it through that and then they go over and Jax is at the bar. Now I noticed they shot this twice Okay, someone's at the bar and they're having a glass of wine and he comes with the bottle and he like fills up the glass of wine. Uh-huh. Like you never do that. You give them a new glass of wine. Right. Like you don't pour it. Like you want me to fill her up? Like. Yeah. Let me top that off for you. Right. Yeah. Like unless it's the bottle you bought. Right. I'm like, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's weird. Just little things. I don't know. So, um... Then he goes and talks to Lala and I took a, I, I'm going to post some of these in the group. This is really the season. I think Jack's lost his shit. He looks so bad. Like, first of all, he's looking at Lala, like this raw animalistic, like sex, like, like deviant look. 
And then they showed him later on and just his like. It's kind of the like I, I remember my feelings on this too. Which it's fun to like think back to what your thoughts were when you first watched the episode. But I remember thinking it was kind of the first time that Jax's charms didn't work. Like yeah. it hit putting him with Lala was a bad casting choice because it's like ridiculous. Like that she he looked like the old man. Right. And there's no way that she would be attracted to that. Yeah. Although she was dating pro athletes then. Yeah. Although. <laughs> okay. It's just like a Beverly Hills moment when Garcelle was like, I mean, shouldn't she have waited? Like, Oopsie. She was basically <laughs> saying Erica should have just waited because Tom's about to die. It's <laughs> uh, an awkward moment, but yeah, yeah no, I but get yeah, you. I, I miss, get what you're going, where you're going yeah, with that. Yeah, it just, I and I remember at the time going like, give me a break, like that's like this is like redate, like okay, Jax, go for the new young girl, like you're too old but, now. Yeah, but he just looked particularly like he looks way better now. Yes, and it's like six years later yeah so i'm not trying to look shame but he just had a really bad season no, yeah season. he uh, yeah i think that he and i think all of them have you know like they yeah. sometimes they go through little changes or they do and it doesn't work you know true or like, maybe or like may- sandoval when he had like the blonde little dreads or braids yeah or what, what the little you know yeah was that i don't season know I- five? you liked it <laughs> A lot of people did. I didn't. And then I hate when I, he does like weird facial hair. Yes, I hate that. No, but his little, I thought it was a very like daring choice for him to make that no one else makes. I don't know. Like I appreciated the attempt. A- attempt. Yeah. Yeah. I can appreciate the attempt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like Schwartz, you're right. Like the first three years, everyone was like, oh my God, Schwartz is, he's so charming and he's uh. so beautiful. And then he just lost it. Okay, and th- on this episode, ju- I-, I will say that the editors did also do the same thing to Schwartz, where they were like, he's like, oh, yeah, well, not me. Like, I'm not a businessman. I'm a model. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just a model. I'm not a... It's like, okay, we heard you a million times, and I feel like that's a very loose term for you to use. Like, Yeah, and you're saying you're not even getting the gigs, so you need to be a businessman now, like Romy and Michelle. Um because you're not really a model. You're not getting any jobs. And it didn't even seem like he got that many before. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think I've definitely seen where he looks great in the gigs that they have shown. I really wish that we could write Vanderpump Rules the musical. Yeah. Seriously. Like, there's a Romy and Michelle the musical. Like, it's, we need to, like, it, it needs to happen. Yeah. Think of like the songs that you could have for Jax and like just all of them. Like it would. Stassi, like Veruca from Willy Wonka. Like, yeah. Daddy, I want it now, Beau. I want it now. And then like the Lisa character could come out and be like, hello. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it would just, there's so many things. Hello. And <laughs> yeah, she would have uh, broken bird. Let me clip your wings, broken bird. It could be like, yeah. I mean, the audience would really like be on a journey. Because it's like up and down and up and down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So then Jax is kind of talking about flirting with Lala, which she totally is. And he's like, I mean, yeah, I got, I got Brittany, but I'm not married yet. I still got to keep my feelers out there and see what's biting. I th- yeah. And again, I feel like this was really hard to watch because... 
I felt bad in this in this moment. I didn't know Brittany, so I I literally thought that she was a flash in the pan. You know, like it was not going to be a big deal. But I still felt bad because, like Lisa said, like here this girl, and we didn't even know the details. But basically, she's giving up her life in Kentucky, packed her shit up, and is coming to you know live with Jax, work with Jax, everything, and. Here he is, like, already betraying her in someone else's ear. Yeah, she seemed nice, but, like, I don't want to, like, just, like, naive, I guess I will say. Obviously, she is naive, but, you know, when she shows up for Lisa the second time in the, the lingerie romper. Right. And then no resume. Yeah. Oh, oops. And Jack's like, she doesn't need it. Her looks are a resume. It's like, okay. okay, this was the this was the immediate thought that came to my head, and I realize that it's an excuse. But I pictured myself being Brittany, and I'm there in Jax's apartment with his bike on the wall, and I'm like, hey, Jax, do I need to bring my my resume? And he probably said no, and he, mm-hmm. and she's probably like, can I use your computer and printer really quick? You know, he doesn't have one. Yeah. So that would have required her, you know, back in the day and whatever year this was, being Kinko's. like, go to Kinko, like, fi- you know, pay to use a computer. Yes, like <laughs> format, and then write Hooters. So I I really think she doubled down by not taking it because she knew that like the odds were stacked against her to provide a resume so she just she let it ride and it worked but I got like I totally get why Lisa was frustrated that she didn't bring a resume and she should have and I was a little disappointed that she kind of like looked at Jax for like help and been like well I guess we forgot that it's like no like yeah take responsibility right. and say like I feel like it would have been well, a, a decent excuse to be like I'm so sorry like I just you know I met Jax's house and Lisa you should know he has nothing in that like you know it would have been funny like I have it but I wasn't able to print it or something yeah. but I mean, can I email it to you or yeah, yeah, but it was too late. Like she, yes, she was unprepared. Well, and she just looked at her like, you fool, you child, you, and and you have like a second chance with Lisa Vanderpump and she asked you specifically for something. It's pretty ballsy to not come with it. Yeah, because when she Jax even suggested, it doesn't have to be Sir, it could be Pump or Villa Blanca. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, I think the fact that Brittany did not do that twice and then also she didn't dress very professionally. I think Lisa's like, she's too young and naive, naive and green for my restaurants. Yes, yes. Um, so I think she just, I don't, I don't know if she, she didn't feel maybe respected. Like her, she wasted her time. And it's true. Yeah. You know, like why, why is she sitting there again, just giving her that little grin? And then when she, you know, she's like, okay, you didn't bring a resume, then tell me where you worked. And like that was... Again, like either you're proud of your past, you know, and like you own it and be like, yeah, I worked at Hooters and I, you know, I sold X amount of dollars in alcohol every night. Like she yeah. could have like upsold Said it a like little the bit. Most popular bar in the city, yeah, especially seat, during football season. Yeah. And she could have like gave a stat like we seat 400 tables per shift. I made 300 drinks per hour. Yeah. And, yeah. and I always like was um, rewarded for how I treated my table, you know, like something where because I'm sure she was a good waitress. Yeah. Um, and I I think didn't she bartend too so like if she had some numbers like that to throw out I think Lisa would have been impressed yeah or like I know this is like super old school but like if I was Brittany and I was at Jackson and you know I was like can I use your printer and he's like I don't have one and there's no kinkos I literally would have written down points and been like I'm so sorry I had to handwrite but here is all my you know like she could have done something true okay if anyone needs a consultation on 
what what Kinko's, to do in an interview and what Kinkos is. <laughs> Remember how popular that what used a to be. Is. I had I, I still go there where I'll go to Staples. I've been going to Office Depot a lot. Yeah, like it's I just like send my stuff and then I go pick it up. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's so easy. And then it's or if better. You, like, have a lot to scan. It's like. Yeah, collate it and like handle it. It's my. It's like I do one thing, and you've seen me every time Holly comes over to podcast. I'm like, hold on, the printer's breaking down again. It's like paper jam, and then ink, and then this, and then this. Yeah, it's such a pain in the. It takes an hour to scan like a couple documents. I'm like, go to Kinkos. They've got those cute or Staples. They've got the huge machines. They're like, yeah, and it's like ready. Like you don't even have to talk to them. You just go pick it up. Yeah, yeah. It's so self service. So next time, Brittany, let's do that. So the boys go out to Toca Madera, makes its first appearance. Yes. It's James lighting up a cigarette and he meets up with Peter and Jax and then the Toms join them and they sit down and talk <laughs> about how it's going with Kristen. And he's like, oh, we're going to therapy. And Tom's like, you haven't even been together long enough to wait, wait, ask, to- like pretend like I'm, I'm James and ask me how it's going with Kristen. Like, like just say, dude, so like, how's it going with Kristen? It's going pretty good. Like, <laughs> oh no, because Jax is like, uh, oh, was he, that's what he said. Jax is like, so was Kristen pissed you you came out without her? Um, I mean, I don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jax just starts busting up. He's like, dude, your voice just went up like eight octaves. <laughs> that was funny. Um, yeah. So I, I, I. I keep saying this, but again, this was one of my favorite scenes back in the day, too. I loved seeing the guys together because it's always hard to get Jackson James in a scene together. It's rare. Yeah. But when they are together, they're actually great. Remember and it's, when they did the absinthe. Yeah. And it's like it's fun because it's rare. And so you, it, you feel like you're yeah. like watching in on something. Or like, yeah, that was the absinthe time was when James did the American accent. I Yes. Loved <laughs> it. Um, so this is hilarious because they're giving... James shit because they all know how Kristen is mm-hmm. and um, and poor James is sitting there and he's like yeah we've broken up like 26 times this month and uh, you know Tom's like well that sure is a lot like hmm do you think that's that's a good relationship I, I don't know about that <laughs> and it's like uh, and, and then James drops the bomb saying and we're starting therapy yeah and Schwartz is like, isn't that a little little young in your relationship to be starting therapy? And, you know, James doesn't really miss a beat. He's just like, eh, I guess, you know. It's like for communication. Yeah. Okay. So the Toms start talking about how they're going to talk to Lisa about repping her sangria line. And <laughs> Tom thinks he has like, dude, I have so many ins at bars. Like I could just sell the shit out oh of the sangria. God. Oh, my God. So when we get to that, that's my yes. favorite part of Okay. In history, one of them. Okay. And then we go over to um, Kristen. It's the morning and, you know, James is probably hung over. So he's laying on the couch and he's like pretending to sleep. And you like, know, he passed out there. He's and, still in his clothes. And like his like his eyelids are like, like you can like see his eyes like rolling back into his head. And Kristen's like all pissed making breakfast. She's like doing it all out. It's all. So she's, she's making eggs and broccoli. I'm like, mmm, breakfast of champions. But that's at least she's consistent because she says she eats broccoli morning, noon and night. I think about that more than I should. Like a lot of times, like I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like, holy shit. Like Kristen eats broccoli for breakfast. Like yeah, I, and she really was. I don't have the stomach for that. No. Like I, 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 that would just ruin me. Yeah. 
So she's just like, <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> but okay. I have a cooking question though. So what was she doing with the egg? The egg was in like a little bit of water and then it had like the little, the little silicone cup poaching it. So that's what like a, like eggs Benedict. So you crack the egg, throw it in there mm-hmm. and then it goes and then it's done. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. And then it like floats and you float it out. Yeah. Oh, it's, interesting. It's, it's tricky though. Like if she's using a cup to keep it together, if you don't, it can flake off and you just have all these like egg white bits all over and it's gross. So it's, it's, it's definitely a skill. You gotta wow. Chris, Kristen's got it. Yeah. Okay. So but it's a good way to eat it because you're not frying or using butter or oil. It's just what it's like a hard boiled egg, you know, okay. but it's just, it's like, a soft yolk instead of yeah, hard yolk. I'm not real down with a soft yolk. Like I don't, if it's done right, like if well, it's, you can poach it hard, like, so it's yeah, I more might, closer to a hard boiled yes, egg. Yes. I, that, I think I would like but that. But the egg white is, I mean, I get the egg white is still going to be then soft. Like you would make a normal egg. It's not going to be like the hard boiled egg. Yeah. 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 I like that. That's okay. 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 So, um, what do we got going on? They have on here? little poaching pans too that you can. Yeah, I've make seen it those. Yeah. Okay, so they go to therapy. They're off to therapy, and it's clear that James is still, you know, like he just, you could tell he just got home. He's not, you can tell his head hurts. And they sit down with Liz, Lindsay Rosenthal. And now, was she one of the ones that Jack saw? Because she looks so familiar. She looks so familiar. I was like, do we know her? I feel like, because didn't Jax have her. a couple therapists? Yes, we've definitely, she has been on the show before. Yeah. Um, so they sit down and like, I have to say, this was a brilliant scene and I applaud Kristen and James for both both going there because mm-hmm. they did not hold back. They like got super real, super quick. They, you know, like they didn't beat around the bush where it was like, how, I don't know. How sometimes you feel sometimes those scenes, like they, they don't say anything and it's not interesting. This was great because it was like a fight with a referee. And she's like, those are not kind words. Yeah, That's not very respectful language. <laughs> and then like he did it again. And she's like, yes, but the language. Yeah. But then she's like, I just can't get past you cheating on me with your sorry dick. Oh my gosh. You're sorry, Dick. And he's he's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, I'm still like kind of hung up on the fact that you slept with Jax and Tom. And she's like, oh, that's really affecting you. Like, maybe it is. Like, maybe it is affecting. And he's like, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm uncomfortable. I am uncomfortable. He he should have been that first season three because she was so obsessed with Tom. Remember that? She'd make James like chase Tom around with her. Like, that's horrible. And and she would like vent to him like you should be doing to a friend and be like, did you see the way that he was looking at Ariana? Like I told, did I not tell you that he's in love with her? I, can you believe he did that to me? Right. It's like, that's super. You don't tell your new boyfriend that. And he was like trying to be supportive. Like he should have got a lot more credit for that than he did. Patience. Um, so basically, and then Kristen also, she's like, I'm also like slightly annoyed that he's tipsy right now. And he's like, who gives a fuck if I'm tipsy? Once she's annoyed that he slept with her longtime friend, Jenna, which I thought was interesting that everyone seemed to get forgive Jenna real quickly. Like no one had an issue, but it's like you slept with your friend's boyfriend. How come like the Tom Jacks, Kristen thing, that was just such a deal breaker and everything. But like, how come no one and also, to have a problem with that? It's like kind of like a similar situation to Faith. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, right. And, and everyone was like, oh, like Lisa treated her horribly. Right. So why does Jenna get to then go train all of these girls and still be like super? Remember Lala had her flying around on her private jet with her? I completely her? agree with that. Yeah. I 
that's very interesting. And I like, I truly wonder why that happens to some of the girls on the cast, you know, because it's, they're treated very differently. Yeah. Like even some of James's others, like Ellie versus the other girl oh, or hope. Well, and then the year- How hope is like oh, put on a pedestal and applauded, but well, and yeah. I mean, Kristen herself suffered many years while everyone else was given a free pass, you mm-hmm. know, Jax and. Yeah. So, I mean, nothing against Jenna. She seems like a nice girl. It's just, it's very inconsistent. So the therapist is like, I feel like there is a lot of unhealthy things that are happening here. And I definitely feel like that is true. Um And it also reminds me of the type of relationship that I have had in the past where you know it's over, but there's something like exciting about the fact that you're always fighting. And I true, like, I think Kristen like snapped and then she like, she can't even like stand the look of James anymore. But I believe for a little bit there, she was like kind of into the fighting with him. Yeah. Like it was like. It was a turn on. That's why they boned on the Beamer. Exactly. And like, and then like too many things happened and she couldn't get over it. But then he was like kind of confused because that's how she always had responded to him. So then it was like this weird like tension. She had already started dating Carter at that point. Yes. I wonder how Carter's doing. I saw him post something recently. I thought, huh? 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 Let us know, Carter. Yeah. Carter, how are you? So, um, okay, Sarah and Peter. So we... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just one more thing about... Okay, so one of the things that we know about Schwartz and Kristen... No, I'm sorry, Sandoval and Kristen was a big thing of their breakup that Kristen like went all around town saying was how she had to like really mother Tom. She had to help him pay his bills. He had a DUI. She had to drive him. She took care. She literally thought everything out for him. And I just found it interesting that this is the same thing is mm-hmm. repeating with James. But she does it with her friends too. So it's just, she's like that caretaker yes. type of person. Yeah. So I just wonder like if that was hard for her to hear that like literally she jumped right into the same pattern. Um, cause I feel like and she did it with Carter too. Yes. And I, I hope that that has broken now, but I don't know much about it her. It kind of seems re- like this Alex guy kind of takes care of her. Yeah. I mean, or and, it's, or, or it's she's, more balanced. or she's letting him like, maybe yeah. she's learned to, you know, Back let, off. let the guards down a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just find it interesting that like literally a bunch of the characters on the show have learned a lesson once, twice, maybe three times, but it's just interesting uh, that, Poor Kristen really had to learn that. Okay. Like last week when we were talking about Jack's lecturing. Who is he lecturing? Like, oh, James and oh, Kristen. He's like, how could you even possibly stay with him after he cheated on you? Who does that? Oh, yeah. And it's like, uh. <laughs> Brittany, are you watching? Yeah. <laughs> um, which I'm sure she did watch season four because that was her first season. Yeah. Okay. So interesting so the same time when Brittany moved here and holly and i were at the hyatt and saw jackson Brittany and the whole crew and cast and whatever peter came with sarah and their kid yes but i thought it was interesting because peter is like a slow mover right like he's a ladies man it doesn't he doesn't strike me so they sit down and they're like well we're officially boyfriend and girlfriend and they're like how long have you been dating and he's like since sheena's birthday party well isn't this june so like he already made it official within a month, which seems very fast for Peter. Yeah, Peter Peter was feeling really confident about this. And I feel like, yeah, by him sharing with us, the viewers and his friends, 
um, this was a big deal and he was feeling like super secure. So it's kind of hard to watch this because we know it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And Pete, and when he's like, oh, you know, I'm kind of like a flying solo type of guy. It's like, uh, you still are. It's sad. <laughs> Peter has still not found anyone. Well, we don't know that for sure, but. Peter's found Peter. <laughs> he's so busy. He literally, he doesn't have time, you guys. I mean, if he could find time, I'm sure he would. But at, at the moment, 24 hours are taken. Yeah. We got to work on that. Like create some law to create a 25th hour or something like when we get rid of daylight savings maybe we can just start going with 25 hours a day yeah and then he can have that hour like to go on match or something could do it like he could like he could like have like a special little piece of jewelry where he like twists the dial and he goes back i want to see him on the celebrity dating game have you watched that no i watched one episode it was hannah brown but i can just picture him like um like I, I picture him as a contestant. So like, she's like bachelor number two. How, what, what's your favorite position in bed? Ah, uh, well, the ladies have told me I'm pretty darn good at missionary. Like I can just hear him. Like he's got so much in his like voice, you know, he would just be a good contestant. I believe I think he should go on. Oh my god! I will nominate him. I will message the producers of that show. Every time like you do his voice. Like I just think of Harrow. <laughs> Harrow, I finally, I think I finally threw that away because I thought this has got to be bad by now, right? Doesn't I, I, I still have like one of the ones you gave me, I think. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, don't. Yeah, beauty products do go bad at some point. So I know. We, yeah. Um, okay, and then another interesting thing that happened at this little, uh, you know, announcement of Peter and Sarah was the marriage topic comes up. They throw out like, so what do you guys think about marriage and kids? And, you know, we're getting another glimpse into Ariana letting us know that, you know, from the time she was five, like most girls, you know, play house and dream they're getting married and having kids. And that's just hasn't been for her. So again, talk about a character staying consistent. Ariana has stayed very consistent and, um, I can relate. Like I was five and I used to say, I think even younger. And I would say, first of all, I'm going to, I'll get married so I can have a kid. And, um, but then I'm going to leave my husband so I can name the kid what I want. Yeah. But then he can have the kid and t- from zero to three. And then I'll take the kid back. Cause I don't want a kid under Smart. three. Smart. And then my mom was telling me like, well, the most formative years are like the first couple of years. I'm like, yeah, I don't believe that. I go, I don't remember anything before three. Therefore, it's fine. Oh, my gosh. So I have to tell you. I, <laughs> I have still to kind t- of stick by that. Just kidding. I mean, Sarah, you know how psycho I have been. Like, I would not leave Ronnie. I still like <laughs> wouldn't leave. Like, I have a hard. She's t- very psycho. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but um, one thing that I have learned is um, like when Ronnie broke her arm. She has, she said to me the other day, did I break my arm or my leg? And which one was it? Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Everything that I did. I for, remember it. Her for, sling for that chick. She doesn't remember. The, out of the socket on the bed thing. Yes. Yeah. And the pin surgery. Oof. She'd have surgery. And I mean, it's just insane. But um, it's given me so much freedom hearing her say that because it's like, I don't want to leave Daisy when I go to nationals. Like I'm feeling like really guilty about it. But then I was like, she's not going to remember. No. And she's going to have a great time. They're going to mm-hmm. go to Disneyland. They're going to have so much fun. 
And I'm going to take this time. Like, I can't keep living my life okay, like so tethered like, to my children. You know what Layton, I mean? Like Leighton was Daisy's age and Ryan had been gone six months. And Michaela was so worried that she wouldn't recognize him and that it would be like, oh, like he missed so much. Oh, she saw him at the airport and like lit up and was like, oh, my reaching. God. So it's like. They remember at the time. So, you, yeah, but like they're and, not going to remember. Yeah, but like it was just yeah. so comfort. Like I was just like, oh, my God, like all of that time that I stayed home with her and like you guys went on all your fun trips. And I was like, no, I can't leave Ronnie. I could have left her and she wouldn't even remember. <laughs> so all you moms Listen out there, <laughs> it's OK to take a break. Like they actually don't remember. Like we're and it's OK to stick with your guns from what you thought at five. Like I remember high school, we had to do this was like home at class and carry around fake babies. But we didn't have like the babies that actually like pissed and cried. We had to carry around a 10 pound sugar flour. Okay. Yeah, we did that too. And all these girls in my class, they were like, oh, maybe baby, baby. And I'm like, I was already annoyed with the sack of flour. You know, I would be with a real baby. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. And they're like, what? We can't wait to have babies. And they're like, you'll change your mind. You'll change. I'm like, nah, maybe. I mean, I guess, and then, you know, 30 came, 31 came. I mean, we'll see what happens when I'm 32. I don't know. Maybe it'll, yeah. maybe it'll still come. But Ariana, I, I feel you on this. And, and her I, face was awesome. Yeah. And I think, and like, I think it's so powerful again, like just like all of, you know, each of the characters have done something that has been like, you know, where it's like, wow, like I, it's, you can relate to somebody and go, that's so cool. Like that you in public, like without shame, we're like, I don't want, you know, like it's awesome to just have that conversation and to hear people's perspective. Like it's cool. So yeah, I know she's caught a lot of shit for that. And she's constantly like uh, for a while there, she was like, I'm not, an- yes, I don't want a baby. I'm not answering. Like she was like really annoyed with it. Um, Well, because like everyone was always asking her, when you're getting married, when you have a child. I feel bad for Tom. Poor Tom. Oh, I hope yeah. he finds someone that but will give him the, a baby. On the red carpet, people don't ask Tom that. They ask, hey, when are you opening another restaurant? Or when, what's your next business venture? So yeah. that's what would piss her off, too. Yeah. You know? And like, that's like the choice is like, like Tom has a choice in it, too. Like if he doesn't like that, obviously he's good with that. Otherwise, he would not be with. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, dude, you got to respect the boundaries. Yeah. I feel like they may adopt at some point because she's also said she's it's not like she definitely doesn't want kids. She doesn't want to have a kid. But I think maybe either if they do compromise, like either surrogate or adoption. But I feel like they'd be both down for adoption because they feel like they're giving someone that already needs that's already here. Totally needs help. So, no, I, I don't. I, I think that we're going to see. Cool yeah, I think we're going to see something great from them. Whatever decision they choose to make, I think is going to be so cool. And um, maybe they'll just have like 20 animals that they save too. Yeah. And I, I don't know if we talked about their house, but if you guys want to see like all the design decisions that they made, you, they got a spread in People magazine. It was so cool. I wonder if Jax is upset about that. We could have had that. They didn't want to do it. They asked us. We said no. Sure. But uh, um, again, like I feel like they made a choice that maybe wasn't the easiest at the time. Everyone was like, why don't you just furnish your house? What's the big deal? Everybody, you know, the other two houses did. But they couldn't. Yeah. And I just I think that that would probably be like pretty stressful to know that like not only do you have to like design and fill your house with furniture, but then it's going to be filmed and everyone's going to say something about it. Like that would just be added pressure for me. Yeah. 
But they said they literally had a hard stop of filming to keep for consistency because when you have to go reshoot, right. it, it can't be different. So they literally couldn't do it. They missed the cutoff. And Jack's and Brittany and Katie and Tom's house were turnkey that came with the furniture. Right. So. Uh, no, I, I just, I think it's, um, I think they caught a lot of shit for that. Yeah. And I think that to see the payoff of all their decisions and like what oh. they chose to paint the walls with, like, I feel like it is like truly so their personality and yeah. the parties that they've hosted over there. Speaking of all the themed parties they're having, it looks so comfortable over there. Like everyone's having a great time. There's plenty of seating, like all the things that you need to feel comfortable in a home yeah. are there. What I want most is that open indoor outdoor I love that like Kyle has that in Palm Springs yeah I mean I guess Jackson Brittany have it too but uh, Tom and Ariana's looks killer I mean for hosting it's like amazing mm-hmm. yeah so cool although and their backyard is so cool with that height the bugs and the critters yeah, I mean, you'd have to just open it like specifically for, ev- you know, like the events like that and then probably have a pretty good... You, like, um, remember my old house, I always had the doors open and like the moths would fly in at night or, I mean, now I would have lizards probably running in, which would freak me out. Oh, yeah. Didn't that happen at your house? A lizard a lizard, a lizard came. I, I have a gigantic fear of lizards and I'm not kidding. I saw this one the other day in our backyard and I was like, Chad, get over here right now. Like, it looked like a dragon. I was, and, and he's like, what? It's not that bad. Its neck was like the size of, oh. it was like huge and dark. And I was just like, I can't. If that thing ever got in the house, yeah. like I, I, I'd be out on the sidewalk. Except they're out there too. There's so many lizards. Yeah. I know. I was afraid with the, the kids. And then I have the cat there for now. Well, at least the cat could maybe catch it. Or the kids. The kids, but they want to catch it. And I'm like, yo. But I'm like, just catch it if it's inside then, please. But there's no way they could. It would like hide under the couch. The ones at our house are like, like I, I go out and like I'll step out onto the patio and like they don't care. Like I'm oh, like, really? I try to like slap my foot on the ground. I'm like, pound and it like they don't. It's like, what do I have to do to scare you? Like put a shout oh. out, like a shadow out or something like. So I don't like that. It's like scatter when I come out, you know? Yeah, they do that at my place. Um but Michaela went for a run and just down the, granted it's across the street from the hiking mountain, but she was running and there was a rattlesnake right on the sidewalk. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I would freak out. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, that's why I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm scared of that mountain. Yeah. But I guess, no. You just got to keep climbing the mountain. <laughs> Never going to be a perfect man. That's what Ronnie danced to today. Climb. Really? Yeah. She did a lyrical number to it. Nice. So cute. Always the best. The lyrical. Yes. Lyrical or the tap. I think. Yeah. All right. So we have oh Lala on the phone. No, I'm sorry. Oh. We are totally booked. Nope. Completely. I cannot I, get you in. I'm so sorry. I know you want to come in tonight. I, I, everyone does, but there's just nothing I can, I can't move these reservations. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Two falsehoods. When are they ever booked? And two, when are they ever on the phone? Yeah. I know one of you wrote in and said, actually, four years ago, I called and they answered. I'm like, yeah, one time that you, know you have what? to reference four years ago. I really appreciated that person writing in because <laughs> like it was like us, like we it's should like a unicorn. They should literally yelp that because I I've never like, whoa, like like we've left messages and never get <laughs> like we should put that on a sweatshirt. Like we should quote her and be like, they an- I called Sarah Sir, and they, they answered. answered. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then one they, time, and then, put, and then put dash and then the year. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like one time at band camp. It's like one time four years ago or twenty seventeen. I called sir and dot dot dot. They answered. Yeah, that was hilarious. So thank you for writing in because honestly, like we, ha- I, I, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, just like Tom Tom too. When I tried to call. I've left so many messages. Oh, remember when we had our party? We wanted to reserve a big party table. Yeah. Nope. No calls back. Nothing. I'm like, we're we're gonna bring like a lot of people there. Like, don't you want the business? It's just like so no, frustrating. We don't. And then I said, oh, it says, you know, recently when we went to LA, and I was trying to make a reservation. So you go to the Tom Tom site, and then it says click here for reservations, and it links you over to Open Table. So then you're on Open Table. And they're like, oh. We don't have this restaurant on. It's not um, set up yet. On Open Table, go back to the website. It's like it's a never-ending circle. And then now they're on Open Table, of course. Like Yay. after I said that they're not, they have, you know, probably they listen to the podcast and like, oh shit. Yeah, they're like, you know what, Sarah says, put not that on out. Open yeah, Table. Like, yeah. Someone's like, put that down on your list and let's bring that up at the next meeting. Let's get that taken care of. Yeah, probably Lisa heard it. I'm thinking and Sandoval. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thanks for listening, LVP and Sandoval. We appreciate your support. Please give us a five-star review and um, let us know like we're helping your business. Yes. Because I think you're going to get a lot more bookings now with OpenTable. Yeah, very exciting news. You're welcome. (laughs) All right, so then James comes over and I just noticed how different Lala seems here. Like she's got like the flirty little baby voice and she's like so soft and like and eager and like bambi-eyed bitchish kind yeah. of like just like coy and eager and like it seems like a completely different person than who she is now yeah i also um it really bugs me when they do this on vanderpump rules and i've noticed that it happens and i noticed stassi do it a lot and um like They'll be doing a scene either with Lisa or with each other or something, and they'll kind of get smirky. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll kind of, like, smile, like, Lisa, you hate me, Lisa. Oh, right. Fishing. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, but it's, like, you can tell they did it over and over, and, like, the smile is there because they know what's coming. And so it kind of, and I feel like Lala is kind of doing that, too. Like, she's trying to look, like, she's playing her part. Yeah. She thinks that her person is, you know, the 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 wide eye hostess and oh really Jax oh yeah James like you know she's trying to that's what she was trying to do but it seems a little over the top because we now that we know Lala more it's not her real personality she's not like that Mm -mm. yeah it was very different yeah I agree um okay so Tom talks to Lisa he wants to get Shay a job at pump and Lisa says no (sighs) Okay. Again, like Lisa said, I think that it was a nice idea, but um, I was kind of taken aback that they brought Shay up in their meeting with LVP about the sangria. Like uh, Sandoval kind of starts it off and he's like, oh, by the way, we know about what's going on with Shay. And I just wanted to let you know, like, it's just like you do. It's like, Lisa, like, they're friends. Like, you're her boss. I feel like maybe they could have written that differently, like, to yeah. get the conversation going. Because it just, like, if that was me and, like, someone brought me up like that, and I'm, like, it just, like, it doesn't quite go. And it's a little gossipy. Yeah. You know? Even though Lisa's acting like she cares and the boys are acting like they care. It just came off like, it's a kind of a personal thing. And I, I don't know if it was right to talk about it right there. Yeah. 
I mean, did Shay ask him to ask Lisa? Yeah, I don't think so. I think they just assumed that he was emasculated. Yeah. Okay, so they're at Lisa's and they're talking about the sangria line and Pandora and Jason come over. So this is one of my favorite scenes of VPR. Not the favorite scene, just it's up there. When Sandoval's just talking, he's like, dude, like I literally go back to St. Louis like four times a year. Like I, I, I know everyone and who I don't know, my friends know. Like I could be sitting at a bar in St. Louis drinking the sangria and like literally everyone's going to come up and be like, Tom, what are you drinking? And then I'll just sell it. They'll buy it because I'm drinking it. And I don't know. I just thought it was so funny that he thought he was offering them such a like a win by him getting them into St. Louis bars. Yes. It was like I felt like like what he was describing for some reason, like I see like a lake and he's tossing this rock in and he's just rippling across St. Louis, you know, just like affecting yeah. the whole population. Like we will all drink sangria. Right. Like it was, it was really hilarious. Um, now, um, of course, Chad, Chad came in during this part of the episode and he's like, who's ever heard of, of Lisa Vanderpump sangria? Where's that? And I'm like, Chad, we have heard of it. Okay. I mean, I've drank it, but and I can't, you can't find it anymore. Remember? Back in the day, I bought it at BevMo for right. sure, or Spirit, whatever. The, and then that's where I got it because I brought it to our premiere party. Now, I have to say, it's pretty good. Yeah, I remember. So there was a white and a red. I think the red was okay. And I thought I really liked it. But then I, I'm like, oh, I do like this. And then I got it again just to like... And then I didn't like it as much. But maybe it was because I think, you know, with sangria, you really can only have like one, one, maybe two, yeah. or have it over ice because it's like a summery, refreshing. Right. I, I just, I don't know that I would ever like be like, that's a staple at my party. It better be there. Right. Yeah. Um, no, Vanderpump Rosé is more of a staple probably than the right. sangria. Yeah. Which I think, wasn't it people saying difficult they couldn't find that either? Yeah. Um, yeah, so so the boys are like super eager. They're like, I mean, Sandoval got it wrong in that he thought that he was like a big deal in his little city. But basically, they were saying they were eager to sell it. And then Pandy and Jason come in, and they're like, actually, we've you know we get uh, resumes every day internationally. This is an amazing company. Um, and you know, I was like, uh, you're kind of blowing smoke a little yeah I did think it was funny though because when he's just going off about St. Louis Lisa's like they just got back from Rome and London and Miami and they've got they've got the sangria in Turkey and a 3,000 stores in Australia and I was like holy shit like that's a little different than getting a few, yeah. a few bars in St. Louis which I don't know that St. Louis is really the client the market either for um you know it's like they, Budweiser headquarters. Right, right. You know. But I do agree, like, like it's just two different, like, approaches Miami to, seems... to I guess, like, marketing or whatever. Because, yeah. um, you know, if it's true that he has, you know, a large amount of people that really care about what he does, like, that's a great little thing he could tap into. Um, you know, like, you shouldn't discount that. Like, I felt like they were, like, kind of, like, snub, like, they were, like, we don't need that. You know, but it's, like, maybe, like, is it going to hurt? I don't know. Remember, I did see Pandy and Jason in action scoping out restaurants. Yeah. 
they were at the Venetian Palazzo and they were in restaurant row and stopping and reviewing all of the menus and everything. And I was following. I mean, what a fun job. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like. I mean, I was following them because they were headed the same direction. I was not stalking them. Uh. I should have. I should have talked to them. Stupid. Just like when Lala came down the escalator when I was playing Family Feud slots. And I was like. <gasps> Just like when, when Nelly was in Vegas after we right. went to that show. And I followed him and his bodyguard was like, ma'am, he's, please, he's using the ATM. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she's still, Can I get a picture? She still lingered. And I'm like hiding my head in shame like oh, behind a pillar. <laughs> so side note about um, Jerry O'Connell. So I, I was oh. filming that show, Pictionary, and I died when he was the host. So he's the host of it. And he was like so cool just hanging out. Like uh, it was his first day or whatever. And um, like I had in the beginning, like he was like being super friendly and no one was really watching what was going on. I He would have loved taking a photo, but I waited until the end because I wanted to be respectful, you know? And so I asked like the casting director that I was working for, I was like, is there any way that I can ask him for a photo? And he's like, no, really? don't, don't do that. So I'm like, damn, like I knew everyone would have really liked one. I should have snapped one of them just like in action. But um, so how was that? And what happened? And it was so cool. So yeah, it was Pictionary, and they were just doing like a um, like a run through. So all of the executive producers were there, and so they were watching. Like they were testing out like the point system. Like it wasn't working. Like the 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 first team that went like totally like in the in the first round, they were ahead of us by so many. Like we couldn't even catch them. Hmm. So they were like correcting things. It was so interesting hearing like how you put together a game show and like, or if they're like that, the rules didn't make sense. Like no one gets it. Like, so um, it was a lot of the executive producers yelling at the producers. I felt kind of bad for them. Um, And then Jerry like uh, was kind of, there was a guy standing in for Jerry that was like um, running through so he could see how it went. And then at the end he jumped in and tried it. Um, So yeah, it was just like a lot of like us, being there like and going through the game so it was like i want to say i was there for like four hours or something Hmm. but um yeah it was so cool jerry bought everyone starbucks like he sent like an assistant out and like got everybody starbucks and like just like like just us picked or like you all put in yeah we all put in our order and really yeah people were being like dicks and ordering expensive things or like super particular. Yeah, they're annoying. like, I'll have a caramel macchiato two shots with three scoops of, uh, you know, like oat milk and a half a decaf yeah, shot and, I and thought, a half a triple. <laughs> and the assistant was um, was like a like a young guy, and you know, like I could just tell he was not detail oriented. So I'm like, dude, get out a pen. Like you got to write all this down. You How know what I mean? Carry all of that. Like he did it. How many people were there? I think he got like twelve drinks or something. Oh, okay. That's a big carrier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, but it was so cool. So hopefully I'll get to do more stuff too. I'm not sure if the casting director liked me. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just wasn't sure. I was no, trying to be like, <laughs> like enthusiastic and be a, like a good like helper. Well, that, you that know? works on the prices, right? They love the over enthusiastic. Yeah. Well, I felt like they needed to see what that felt like in case they had someone like that. But how, what it's going to really be Did them a favor. is it's going to be a celebrity on each team. Like they kept saying like Vivica A. Fox and Raven Simone. And then it'll be like a regular person Mm. so then that person is playing for their charity and then the celebrity helps them earn the money that's like with match game yeah something they did that yeah 
or that was it like a triangle or something and they go in the chair and you have to like they give them hints and you have to think of what they're saying yeah it um but it was a lot hard like it was a lot harder to draw on like the ipad and have it like blast up behind you than i thought like it was once you drew you were like kind of stuck if like the people didn't get it you know you're like like one of the things was like a musical category and my word was earth wind and fire so i'm like i drew a little world and then i did the wind like little squiggles and then the fire but they didn't get it at first so i'm like "Eh, eh, eh," you know like trying to do the three it's it was hard well that's also like an old dated like how old were the people right uh uh, like i'm surprised you even knew that i i mean i really uh, yeah i do yeah. But um and then the other really hard one that I got that no one guessed, the other team guessed and got the point was I had to draw divorce. Like how do you draw divorce quickly? So I did a bride, like a like a jacked up little stick figure bride holding the flowers and then I went did a circle and Xed it out. Okay. But no one got it. Like left at the altar or Or like it's over. Like I was yeah. trying to like be like, er, no. Hmm. So I don't know how I would have done it differently. Maybe a ring and then X that out or something. I don't know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Or like an attorney. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like draw an attorney. And then or some paper. Paperwork. Like a paper. Or, yeah, with a D. Or, uh, yeah, but you couldn't oh, draw. Like a judge desk yeah. and a gavel. But how hard is that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So anyways, yeah, it was exciting. Okay, so where were we? Are we going to Sheena's yet? Um, yeah. Okay, so... This is a hard heart scene because, you know, we walk into Sheena's apartment with her or she's already there and um, the photos are up. It's like there's hauntings of Shay and Sheena's love everywhere in that apartment. And that's what she's trying to tell us she's living with. Like, it's not easy walking in there and being like, oh, Shay hasn't been home in five days. Um, So she invited this is what they said happened that she invited everyone over for a buffer for support. Um, and he kind of backed her up on that though. He said, yeah, I, I like talking with them here. Yeah. So everyone gets there and you could tell like everyone's like, they are happy to support Sheena and Shay, but it's a little awkward. So Shay comes walking in with his backpack on and, you know, kind of sheepish, you know, he's like, hey, I'm back, you know, <laughs> Uh, so he basically explains, I was super, I, I really liked that he explained where he was, why he was there. And, um, he like really got to the point. He was like, look, um, I'm going through some stuff. I went to my parents for a while. I just needed to, you know, deal with some of this, but, um, you know, I, I want to do better. I want whatever. So Sandoval, thank goodness, kind of says like, so is this like a pill problem or like what's going on? And he's like, yeah, you know, it is. and he's like, well, was it so bad that like you had like withdrawal symptoms? And he says, yes, that it was. And they were like, whoa, which is, um, you know, again, like you have to give Vanderpump rules. Like I know that this is a very dark scene trigger warning for a lot of people. Uh, this is really hard to watch, but in another way, I give them credit for tackling a subject like this on the show and kind of like, you know, like showing that like, yes, you can get addicted to painkillers like after a surgery or whatever is going on and take it too far and not even realize 
the path of destruction that you know you've left i think both donna martin and kelly were addicted to pain pills yeah after accidents yeah it happens um so it can happen to them it can happen to anybody to anyone so yeah. unfortunately it happened to Shay and, um, you know, so he opens up about it and he says like, look, I'm going to do everything I can. Like, I'm ashamed of like what happened. Like I, you know, and Sheena kind of mentions like it got so out of control that sometimes he would buy pills instead of paying his bills, which, you know, gives us a little glimpse into their life and kind of what Sheena has been dealing with behind the scenes of, you know, holding all of that in. And and they're still not making money and that supporting. much at this stage, right. Vanderpump, because like she even said, like, Flash earlier, they're eating on the TV trays and like, can you grab me a Capri Sun? But she's like, I can't wait till we are grownups and can have a dining room table. And it's like, that's because... Like season four, they're just starting to get some money, but they haven't been paid yet. Well, right. And, um, I mean, you got to remember, like we were up there for season four a couple of times and like every single time we were there, Sheena was working until very late in the evening. Yeah. Like she, but like she, the other cast members, I didn't see them like literally like working. She was waiting tables and she hustled. Mm -hmm. So that's how she was making things work. And I think that that's where a lot of, um, you know, Shay's guilt came from was that she was working so hard and probably coming home so tired. And then, you know, without her even knowing he's, you know, she's like, He's yeah. feeling guilty and probably projecting a little bit. and Yeah, and emasculated too, I'm yeah. sure. Like yeah. all of it. But it's like, it's not her, it's like, it's not her fault that she's successful and working hard, but it is the inherent nature sometimes of men and women. It's because they feel that traditional role, like, you know, things are changing with the times, but it's still a thing that, you know, happens with a lot of people. Yeah. So basically what happens is... um you know, it's like a pretty emotional moment and uh, he decides that he is going to stay in the home and they're going to like really try to work on it. And they have like a little scuffle back and forth. And, you know, he's like, I, it would be really cool. Like, I feel like I can't talk. Like every time I try to say something, you either cry and it hurts your feelings or I you interrupt me and I, I can't talk. And so at first Sheena doesn't hear that. And then Katie kind of says like, Sheena, you need to really take that like to heart you're doing like, it right now. Yeah. Like yeah. he, and so then she's like, yeah, if you could just interrupt me, if I start going off, then that would be really helpful because sometimes I start talking and then I start talking and then you start talking yeah. and then I, and they're like, okay, right now, right yeah. now. And she's like, interrupt. She's like, okay, okay. But she got it and she listened and, and sometimes was, he, he's just more of a quiet person. So she feels like, okay, well, he's not talking, so I'll just fill the void and keep talking. But yeah. but maybe he wants to. It's just, yeah. It was heartbreaking, though, when she was like, I've been so miserable and lonely all week. And he's like, I've been miserable and lonely for two years. And her face was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, and that's when she's like, why did you even marry me? Because that's how you would feel. You're like, like shocked. You've I been do, miserable I, for two years? It's sad. I don't want to get too into this because I feel like it's already over and we don't need to like yeah. talk about it but I did feel like there was like a couple like a couple of telling sentences like in this moment where um and Sheena even like admitted it in this moment where she was like this has been going on before we got married and I just didn't realize that it would you know that this would carry on and I think that that's I think if like maybe we would have talked that through a little bit more. Sheena would have like maybe had a more favorable uh, reaction from the viewers 
because um I don't know. I just I I I guess I just know the future and that that was a hard scene to watch. Yeah. But yeah, we wish Shay the best and we're happy that Sheena is happy now and um anyone who's struggling with addiction or anything like that we hope you can get help or reach out to somebody because that is horrible. Yeah. Well, on another note, I guess we already talked about this scene with Brittany interviewing with LVP. Um, and it just kind of ends with Sheena updating Lisa. She's like, how do you know? Like, he needs rehab because, I mean, LVP does think everyone, you know, she wanted James to get it and Lala to get it. And I understand she has that. Um, Broken bird thing. Yeah. Um, but Sheena said, I know because I make him take a piss test and... This is the other thing that's really hard about addiction. I feel like it's like everybody thinks that they have the answer and like people are doing the best they can. So I think to criticize what Sheena and Shay did, how they handled it or how. Yeah. How LV- like there's not one answer. For yeah. Everybody. Or how LVP saying, yeah, go to rehab. It's like, that's not, it doesn't always work. It doesn't work for a lot of people. And um, AA doesn't work for a lot of people. Not no. saying it doesn't work. And when you're in everyone. when you're in a a marriage or you have a family like to it's a it's like a whole thing that needs to happen. So um I I definitely don't fault them for And she can't make him home. do that. He has to do exactly. that. So Lisa trying to make Sheena make him. I'm like that's going to backfire. Sheena just needs support. Like you just like she should have just supported her and said, "Okay, like I'm happy that you guys spoke and I'm glad that your friends supported you. Like let keep me updated." That would have been a better response. Mhm. Yeah, I think. Okay, yeah. So Brittany comes back, and we kind of already talked about this, but um, yeah, yeah. The only thing is, Jax is so embarrassed that she said Hooters. He's like, "Don't say that! Don't say that!" I'm like, "You're you just spent the last couple of years talking about how you your dream girl would work at Hooters. It was your dad and his favorite place. You had Hooters at your wedding. You had Hooter themed parties. Yeah. Like, please. Once you found out she worked at Hooters, you're like, this is the girl." And your dad and you used to go there and um, order Coca-Colas and burgers because that's his dad's favorite. (laughs) I don't know. So, yeah, that was weird. I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. Which is it, Jax? So that's it. Yeah. So um, hope you guys enjoyed that episode. That was a really good one. And... We're going to take a little break and we'll be back with Hilton either tonight or this week. We're, we're going to talk about it and see how we're feeling. Okay, Yeah, you guys, we want you to, if you're especially needing a show, it is a fun flash from the past. You're going to laugh, um, but it's you're going to cry. Who want, is it I want to be a Hilton or who wants to be a Hilton? I think I want to be a Hilton. I want to be a Hilton. You can find it on um, YouTube or Hulu. Or Amazon. Amazon. It's on Amazon or YouTube, and it is hilarious. Yeah, just try it. Like, just literally put it on and tell us we're wrong. Yeah, we're in two episodes so far. So if we want to even just wait for you guys to catch up and watch episode one and two, and then we can hit the third one, um, we'll talk about it. But if we don't come back, check it out. It's funny. Um, And let's all pick maybe our favorite character. Maybe that's a homework assignment for you guys. If you watch it, pick maybe, maybe pick your favorite and then also pick who you think will win. Who do you think will be a Hilton? 
Okay. So we should do that too. Cause okay. I'm not quite sure. I think I need to think about that a little bit. More. I do too. I do too. I mean like out the gate, like I have like a, a choice, but I don't think that it's the winner. So like, I'd, I'd have two different answers. I had a choice and then now I feel differently after the end of season um, episode two. So I want to think about it. Um, also, I mean, I did watch this when it aired, but it was so long ago. It was like the early aughts that I don't remember who won. I remember like whether it was male or female. That's the only thing I remember. Okay. I don't even remember that. So I'm glad. Yeah, that's good. Because like I remember when we talk about things like Paradise Hotel or Love Cruise, like I remember who won those. So this I don't. So it's kind of like a new retro reality show. And the reason we're doing this is because everyone's fallen in love with Kathy Hilton on Beverly Hills. And she's been really the comic relief. Like you should watch it just to watch her. She's hilarious. And she doesn't, she, she truly is the one that gives zero fucks. Um, Kyle's like, you have to dress up. You have to wear this. And she's literally in like sneakers and khakis and like a a t-shirt, like a crew neck t-shirt with like a saying on it. She's like, I don't care. She's like, I'm in Tahoe. But then she does it again. She's like, well, this is how I dress in Palm Desert during the daytime. I don't care. And she's such a delight. And everyone is just raving about her. Like every podcast, every Bravo reviewer, everyone is raving about Kathy Hilton. Do you think that's upsetting Kyle? Like, do you think like, like how, like, I just wonder how I'd feel if I was like Kyle Richards and everyone's like, Kathy's the best. Everyone loves it. And they're like, Wyatt, you know, Andy, why have you sat on her for so long? Um, I think Kathy finally agreed because she was so bored during COVID. She's like, I just wanted to do something and travel or do anything. So I think she finally, and she's only a friend of, Okay, she's a scene stealer. And why we're doing this, I want to be a Hilton recap because in all the reviews, the Instagram bloggers and podcasts. No one, I don't think anyone realizes she had her own show. Like, yes, she was on Simple Life. Yes, she was on Paris's I Wanna, who's going to be Paris's best friend, right? That yeah. show. Yeah, she made cameos. Um, well, so does Kyle on this too. But I don't think anyone remembers that Kathy had her own show. It's centered around her. She's the main person. She's the, you know, she's like the Donald Trump on The Apprentice. She does the, you know. And it's actually put together really well. Like, um, I think that's the other, like, really refreshing thing for me is, like, they did a great job casting this. And they also did a great job thinking about how the game was going to work, especially since I just did that game show. It's like, I love that she, the way she talks to them and then how she takes notes. Like, the um, mm-hmm. elimination process is great. It's yeah. so, like, I'm, like I, I love it. It's yeah. so old school. And also kind of pits you to throw someone under the bus to save yourself. Yes. So it's got that drama. And you're like, being is she, yeah, is she mad at that or does she respect that? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a, it's and a, a little bit line. of both. Yes. The only thing that's super funny is like, I mean, not the only thing, but like the, the voiceover and the intro, it's yes. like, like lifestyles of the rich and famous. And yes, it's great. And they throw it. She's like, she has the most influential high powered connections. Okay. Then- let's just do the episode. Let's just end this and let's just do it. Okay. Okay. The- we'll be back. Bye. Okay, bye. 